You're listening to Your High Self Podcast, episode 66. Today, we're talking about overcoming imposter syndrome for good. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. So glad to have you. And if you're brand new, it's so nice to meet you. My name is Shanae. I'm a former WBFF bikini pro and fitness and nutrition coach turned master life coach. My obsession is helping you on your journey to your highest self. By listening to this podcast, we are going to help evolve you from a self-conscious nobody to a self-confident leader in your life and business. I want to add though, I've been really thinking about this podcast and who I speak to, like you on the other on the other side and and what you truly get from being here. And one of the things that I feel like I haven't really said, but you all probably understand, is that I value you creating the life that you want to live and stepping into your purpose while keeping an integrity with like who you are. So like not compromising your values, your boundaries, and who you truly be at the sake of your success and happiness. So I don't know. I just felt like I had to say that. If you didn't know, that's one of the things that I that I hope to convey through the telewaves of you listening to the show. <laughs> so anyhow, um, today's episode is a good one. I know I said that every week, but I am truly excited about this topic. I haven't yet talked about it on the show yet. It is so much of what I coach on behind the scenes within the mastermind and the community. Imposter syndrome, I know you suffer from it because you're brilliant and you're ambitious and you don't think you're good enough all the time. So today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. What are the signs? What is it? How does it show up in your life? And I'm going to take you through a four-step process on how to overcome it for good. Yeah. Before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you that if you are listening to this show and you're taking in all the knowledge, but you're not actually putting it into action, that you can you can put it into action by joining the private membership community currently called Mindset Makeover, but we're going through a rebrand, so keep your eyes and your ears out for the new community name. I'm 99% sure on it. Um, in this private membership community, we take everything you learn from the podcast and we put it into action. We've got weekly journal prompts, weekly goals, check-ins, a monthly virtual retreat, and something new that I've recently brought in is um, – one member each month, if when you're a VIP status, that's, you know, when you've been in for over six months, you get a complimentary Reiki healing session because that's, that's the missing piece. And it's something that I've been wanting to talk about, but getting the confidence to, aka overcoming my imposter syndrome, to talk more about what I do with my clients. And, and part of that is Reiki energy healing. I just get so shy to talk about it, but you know, it works. It is woo-woo, but I believe in it. And so you probably believe in it too. And you're like, what the heck, Shanae? I had no idea you did this. So anyhow... We'll talk about that more in another episode. Today, I want to talk about imposter syndrome. So let's get into it. We're first going to define what it is. So I went on Google, and imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, 
talents, or accomplishments and has persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. To add to that, exposed as not good enough or was never good enough in the first place. So that's what I added to the definition um, because not all the time do you think that you're going to be exposed as a fraud or like that, you know, you're you're not meant to do it. But I think a lot of times it's like, well, what if people realize that I'm not that good? Or what if they sign up for my coaching program and they don't get the transformation? And so that is the internalized fear that holds you back from taking action towards your secret dream. Imposter syndrome can show up um, for everyone, and it can show up in a multitude of different ways. Um, if you're in a professional career, maybe you don't go after that promotion or you don't um, apply for that new job because you don't think that you're good enough, even though you have all the talents and skills and experience that imposter syndrome makes you feel as if like this isn't for you. Or a lot of times it might show up in a relationship when you finally are in the relationship that you want and that you really value, but then you like have this like deep internalized fear that the other person is going to realize that you're not the person that they think you are. Um, it also shows up in just our day-to-day -day relationships and how we show up for ourselves. I work with a ton of coaches and, you know, hands down, it shows up in the entrepreneurial space because we are often putting ourselves out there and it, it can feel as if like, you know, who am I to do this? Like, I like, you know, who am I to do this? That's the biggest one. Um, I've felt imposter syndrome when I used to compete, you know, being up on stage, I truly didn't feel like I fit in or that I belonged. And I had imposter syndrome just thinking like, you know, these people are going to think I'm a fraud. They're going to see my posing routine and be like, who does this girl think she is? She shouldn't be on stage. So it can show up in a lot of ways. Overcoming it um, is a lot easier than you think. You're going to laugh when I tell you the fourth step. You're not going to laugh if you know me, if you've been hanging out and you know how my coaching works, you're going to be like, I knew it. <laughs> you're not going to like the answer, but you're going to know it. Um, overcoming it is going to happen in four different kind of phases. So the first thing to know, so four steps starting here, is when you have to know the signs. Because oftentimes you can just be moving through life and you don't realize that the way in which you're showing up, like your conditioning, your pattern, isn't truly you. It's not your highest expression. It's not your own truth. It is just a, going back to the definition, a, psycholo a psychological pattern in which you've been conditioned. Okay, so here are a couple different signs. And I asked you guys on my Instagram stories, and I was shocked by how many of you said yes to this first one. You gaslight yourself and find it hard to celebrate your accomplishments. If you suffer from that, you most likely suffer from imposter syndrome. Here's a couple more. You think you just got lucky. You hold yourself to impossibly high standards. Sometimes even like you know that you're not going to meet it, but you still do it. It's hard to accept praise and you never feel good enough. These are just a couple signs of what imposter syndrome looks like. I think it's really important to know the signs so that you can understand that this isn't 
one, that you're not alone. This isn't just something that you're going through, but then two, to understand that, you know, this is a psychological pattern. It is a conditioning that has been learned through the experiences that you've had in life. And just like how you have learned them, you can also unlearn them, but you cannot unlearn what you do not know, right? You cannot heal anything what you don't have the awareness of. So start to just take an honest assessment of yourself with like these five ones that I brought up. And if you said yes to even just one of them, then ask yourself if you are willing to dive deeper. You're like, okay, am I willing to see that it's not my confidence, it's not my abilities, it's not my skills, but this is actually just a conditioning. It's not my truth. Are you willing to be wrong? If you said yes, let's continue. So step number two, once you know what the signs are and you're like, okay, like I have imposter syndrome, this isn't me, <laughs> it's just a psychological pattern, how am I going to heal this? Number two is letting go of perfectionism, aka do more B plus work. I've been talking about B plus work a lot these days. It truly is the antidote to perfectionism. So perfectionism, I am a recovering perfectionist and even though I like to think of myself as having done a lot of work <laughs> in this arena. I still have so much more to go because whenever I hold myself back, whenever I like don't take the step or I don't take the risk or like I don't put myself out there with something, I can always point it back to perfectionism. Like it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And perfectionism is also a band-aid for our worthiness wound, right? Because if we make it perfect, if we make it good enough, then we will feel good enough. Or maybe then we'll be loved and accepted and seen. So in order to overcome imposter syndrome, we have to heal perfectionism. Um, one of the ways in which I love to heal perfectionism is doing more B plus work. So if something isn't perfect, instead of refilming it like a million times, you just publish it. Like just push post, post that caption, post that photo, post that blog, do that YouTube video, do the podcast. It's never going to be perfect. And the more that you hold yourself to these number three impossibly high standards of perfection that's just your comfort zone like it feels good for you to be negative to yourself and be like oh that's not good enough I'm not going to push post it's more uncomfortable for you it's outside of your comfort zone to publish something that is b plus work and to be like you know what this is b plus work it's not perfect but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyways that's outside of your comfort zone. And as we all know, we grow outside of our comfort zone. So the more times that you get practice just pushing publish, doing B plus work, like putting it out there before it's perfect, one, the better you're going to get at it. <laughs> so, uh, right. So like with repetition, you're going to get better. But if you don't publish, if you don't push posts, you're never going to get better. And then number two, you start to build confidence in yourself because confidence isn't it, it's not how you feel. Confidence actually is um, your, what is it? It's like your belief in the action that you're doing. If you do something over and over again, you become confident in that action, right? So it's more of like a state of being. It's not something you have. And so if you just hold yourself to B plus and just be like, you know what? 
I'm going to let go of perfectionism. I'm going to do more B plus work. You're going to start to build confidence in yourself because of that repetitive action that you're taking. As you start to build that confidence, you're going to start to see that you're not an imposter and that you are actually good at this. Because if we like take imposter syndrome down to like the smallest of details, it's like you don't think you should be doing what you're doing. Okay. Um, and also side note, if you have imposter syndrome, you're probably not an imposter. <laughs> if you don't have imposter syndrome and you're doing something that's like totally outside of your skill level and you're charging people lots of money for something you're not good at, you're probably a narcissist. And I can 100% say I know that if you're listening to this show, you are not a narcissist. So you most likely are going through imposter syndrome. So anyways, the final kind of word I have about perfectionism is that that in of itself is a journey, right? Like you're never going to be to a place where you're, you never have perfectionism. I think it's the more awareness that you start to build for when you are allowing perfectionism, aka imposter syndrome, to hold you back and to um, decide to make a choice then and there if you're going to continue to let perfectionism hold you back or if you're going to make the different choice. Step number three, which is that different choice, is meeting yourself with kindness and compassion and knowing you're not alone. Kindness and compassion are probably the most underrated things ever. And it's so funny because if you weren't taught to be kind or compassionate to yourself, it feels very foreign. I remember my massage therapist was the first person who taught me about compassion. It was just after my last competition. I was um, going through a lot, like emotionally a lot. I was gaining so much weight. I had hurt my back, so I couldn't work out anymore. I was going through a huge identity crisis, like a huge ego death. And I was sobbing on the table as she was giving me a massage. And she actually also happens to do um, body work where she helps you release trauma from your body. I had no idea she was doing it at the time. And when I was telling her all this stuff that I realized about myself and how competing was a Band-Aid for my inner child wounds, I didn't know it was an inner child wound at the time. She's the one who also taught me about inner child healing. But anyways, she looked at me and she was like, well, are you meeting yourself with compassion or are you judging yourself? And I just was like, I didn't know I had a choice. No one taught me. No one taught me that I had a choice to meet myself with compassion. All I knew from the years of growing up within my family, like the family dynamics, I'm from a Mexican and Japanese family. My stepmom who's Japanese, was extremely strict with me. So was my father. And so I never knew compassion. No one ever met me with compassion. So my inner child, all she knows is negativity and, and criticizing. That's all she knows. That's all she knows how to do. So if you also were never taught to be kind or compassionate to yourself, it's a spectrum. And you might be starting at the very tippy top, and that's okay. Um, it is something that you get better with time, but just know that it is a choice. And again, it just all—it always just goes back to awareness. Once you have awareness um, that what you're doing is no longer working, or that there is a better way, 
are you then willing to make that different choice or are you going to make the choice of staying where you are? Okay. Um, if you would like to see where you are on the compassionate spectrum, there is a quiz. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I do know, I think her name is Kristen Neff. She um, was like uh, years and years ago came up with like compassionate coaching. I think um, I will find it and put it down in the show notes for you. And you can take this quiz to see where you rank on the levels of compassion for yourself. Because it's a spectrum. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually would be really excited and happy to hear from you. If you do take this quiz, DM me on Instagram. Um, I want to know. Okay. Step number four. Once we know the signs, okay, you know the signs of this isn't me. This is a psychological pattern that I'm going through. This isn't my truth. And you decide to let go of perfectionism. And you meet yourself with kindness and compassion instead. Number four of overcoming imposter syndrome for good is embracing it. Yes, because it's never going to go away. Ever. <laughs> You're going to have a deeper sense of confidence and self-love for yourself. But with every new level, new devil. Every single time you up-level your growth, your mindset, where you are in your business, there's going to be thoughts that meet you up there. Okay, so you're never ever gonna like be fully healed from this, and that's okay. Um, when you feel the imposter syndrome coming up, like I felt it come up a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh man, here it is. <laughs> here it is. I was like, okay, this is why I haven't been taking action. This is why I've been hiding. I've been keeping myself small. I've been telling myself that I can't do it, and I've been keeping myself in my comfort zone is because of the imposter syndrome. When you feel it, you're just like, all right, here it is. You embrace it because you realize that it's not a part of you. And this is, you know, with mindset work and spirituality, when you realize that you are not your thoughts and that there is like the ego part of you and then there is the highest expression of you, your highest self, when you're able to separate yourself from your ego, from your thoughts, and you're able to see them objectively, you stop becoming your thoughts. You stop becoming your feelings. Like for an example, tons of my clients say, oh, like my anxiety is back. And I'm like, no, stop owning the anxiety. It's not my anxiety. It's I am feeling anxiety. And so just that simple shift of like detaching yourself from these thoughts and these feelings that do not serve you, you are able to make a different choice and just have awareness and compassion again and be able to like disassociate yourself, not disassociate, that's the wrong word, but just remove yourself from that identity. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yes. So when you recognize the imposter syndrome is here, and so I'm just going to do this in first person. I was like, all right, here it is. There's that feeling again. This is why I haven't been taking action. Like, this is why I haven't been believing in myself. This is why I've been keeping myself busy with my kitten rescue versus putting energy into um, my other passions, like my business. Um, when I felt it, I was like, all right, let me, let me just sit with it. Let me sit with this fear that I'm not good enough. Let me sit with this feeling that 
I'm going to be exposed as a fraud or that I'm going to be exposed as never have been good enough in the first place. And let me meet my inner child with compassion and kindness because she's feeling really vulnerable right now. Um, we're, you know, reaching new heights in business. We're reaching new heights in life. I'm putting myself out there for possibly even more rejection, for people not understanding me, for people taking me the wrong way. And I'm not responsible for how those other people feel. I'm telling my inner child this because she doesn't know. <laughs> She's learning. And it's okay to feel this way. And this is not who I am. I'm feeling like this, but this is not who I am. Okay. So like what you just heard me go through is what I call doing the work. It's coaching yourself. When these thoughts and feelings come up, being able to differentiate yourself from them, being like, okay, that is a thought and a feeling I'm having. That's not who I am and what I'm feeling. It's just a thought I'm having. I don't have to be, I don't have to attach myself to every single thought that comes by. Um, Byron Katie says to think about thoughts like clouds, like they're floating by and I can choose to to believe one or choose to be one, or I can choose to just like let it go. So that was like in real time me doing the work. Um, of course, this is something that takes time. It takes practice, but you can also get to the point where you can coach yourself through these feelings. Um, if you have never coached yourself through these feelings, then I would like highly recommend um, finding a coach to teach you how to do this. And I'm just going to plug myself because this is what we do inside my membership community. Um, I can't wait to tell you guys the new name of it, but right now it's called Mindset Makeover. Um, but yeah, I teach you guys how to do the work. A, how to um, name and notice your inner child, how to regulate your emotions, right? How to be able to observe and feel your emotions without letting them overcome you. And then how to coach yourself through your different thoughts and feelings and emotions so that you can be the highest expression of yourself and not um, resort back to these like old patterns and conditionings. So I think that's it. I think that's all I have to say on this topic. Um, I feel like there's going to be a part two. I feel like that's a really good place to start for part one on how to overcome imposter syndrome. I hope that this was helpful. Um, please know that the most Smart and successful people suffer with imposter syndrome. It's a fact. Even this like VP guy at Apple told me <laughs> when I used to work at the Equinox gym, um, I was practicing my posing and he was also in the um, like the multi-use room and um, really nice person. And um, I think I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I'm really nervous for the show because I messed up on my posing routine last time, so I'm practicing as much as I can so I don't mess up. And he was like, you want to know what that's called? And I was like, what? And he was like, that's called imposter syndrome. And all the most successful and wealthy people in tech, they all suffer from this, so you're not alone. And I was like, wow, thank you for that. So just know that if you gaslight yourself, if you find it hard to achieve, um, celebrate your accomplishments, if you think you just got lucky, if it's hard for you to accept praise, this is a learned conditioning. It's a learned psychological pattern and you can unlearn it. I think next episode we'll go a little bit deeper into like the unlearning of it. I think today was more a little bit more of like a high level overview of how we can 
overcome it and move through it. I hope this was helpful, you guys. If it was, I'd love to hear from you. Let me know if you do that compassion spectrum test and let me know what your biggest takeaway from what the, from this episode was. Um, shoot it to me over on Instagram. Post it in your stories and tag me. I love seeing where you're listening in from. And that's it. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you again for taking the time to invest in your mind with me. I'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now.